This is Christy Reading on ABC New England Northwest. Now, last week on the program, we heard the tough but really important story about the loss of a young Narrabri woman who was struggling with the weight of sexual abuse. Alexandra Tapp was a much-loved young woman and talented equine vet when a drug overdose cost her her life in June. Her death has prompted her family to share her story. It spurred on the sale of a bull that raised $20,000 just last week for Our Watch, an organisation that prevents sexual violence against women and children. And now her passing has prompted a podcast too. Ebony Wan was one of Alexandra, or Ali's, best friends. She's launching the podcast Conversations for Ali. Here's a taste. I'm creating this podcast in loving memory of my dear friend of 30 years, Dr. Alexandra Jane Tapp. Ali lost her life when she overdosed on drugs in June 2020 after suffering for many years in silence due to different forms of sexual abuse as a child and young woman. I believe in my heart that if Ali might have had the chance to hear that somebody else had been through something similar, or that it was okay to share what had happened to her to get help, her life might not have ended so tragically. Each episode will cover a wide variety of themes and situations with different women, and I do hope that you are able to get something out of it to help and encourage you to live your best life. That is just a taste of that podcast, Conversations for Ali. I had a chance to speak to Ebony Wan, who's behind the podcast, about why she's set on sharing these stories and about her 30-year friendship with Alexandra. Ali and I met um, probably when we were three or four um, at Balat- in Balatta, which is a little town in northwest New South Wales. She went to preschool with my brother, and then um, followed me to kindergarten at Bladder Public School. And um, Bladder Public School, I was a year older than she was, but we went through primary school together. And then, um, yeah, we always stayed in touch. Um, We went to different high schools, but we always had our school holidays together and talked on the phone several times a week, um, always, up until, well, we even spoke um, the day that she passed away in June this year. So... Um, yeah, she's she's been a very, very close friend of mine for 30 years. What was it about Alexandra that um, made you so connected with her? What was she like? Um, I think our childhood was the base of our friendship. Um, we had a really special um, upbringing together. She lived on her family farm west of Balada and I spent a lot of my time there with her riding horses and playing with dogs and swimming in boars and creeks and all of that Um, and we just loved our time together and um, we always um, like to reminisce on our childhood memories even you know right up until recently we just had lovely memories together and, and we had similar interests um, we both liked socialising and being with friends and travelling and um, even though sort of our lives moved in different directions in the end, um, we were always supportive of each other and interested in what each other was doing and um, we were just very close friends and probably more like sisters than 
than anything else. It was just an unbreakable bond that we had. Ebony, prior to Alexandra's passing, were you aware of some of the the trauma and some of the issues that she was dealing with? I was aware to an extent of some of the things that had happened to her. Um, I did note um, 10 or so years ago a distinct change in her mental health, um, which was difficult to navigate and she did try to disclose a few things to me on different occasions, but she couldn't quite get to the crux of the problem. Um, but I, I knew in my heart that something bad had happened to her, but it just wasn't quite... She wasn't able to to disclose the full um, situation or... or or what she what had endured, mm. yeah. And it wasn't until um, until she had passed away that her her close family and friends were able to join some dots and and really um, put together a, the the picture of what had happened to her in her past. Mm. Uh, as a result of that death, her passing, and some of these conversations, I suppose, coming to the fore, how has that tr- that moment, that time transpired into you wanting to have further discussions around these types of acts, this sexual violence, abuse, and really tough conversations that traditionally people aren't really open or too open about having? Mm. Um, yeah, it's not something that I was necessarily comfortable with at first, I have to say. Um, I would talk about it in a private setting, but um, yeah, certainly talking about it now like I am with you is definitely not what I would have thought I would be doing. But um, when you're faced with something like this and and you need to start to question your views on things and why you think the way you do and why you say the things you say, um, I just felt that I was left with no option but to speak up for her and for other um, women who might be in similar situations. Like when Ali died, the pain and the grief that we all experienced was just so crippling and I'm a teacher and I have two young children, so there was no real time to process what had happened or to grieve properly. And, and it's not, well, for me, it's not until the night time when I would stop for the day and um, it, it became very hard to deal with. And then in my profession, we need to be able to leave our personal worries at the door. So when you step into the classroom, you know, I'd have to have to be on the job so I had to very quickly accept what had happened to my friend and I didn't like it I thought to myself that I didn't have to accept that we couldn't do anything about it and that's when I started to have different thought processes and I thought if this has happened to an intelligent professional well-educated beautiful woman from a loving family then surely this must be happening to others and I guess that's when I thought of sharing other women's stories of hardship, um, women from the bush, just to get some ideas out there and 
get people thinking about things in a different way and not just around sexual assault but um, all sorts of adversities that people go through. And I want women to hear that they're not alone in their struggles and to hear how other people have got through those tough times. Mm. What do you think Alexandra would think of all this? Um, I think I would like to think that she would be happy with us trying to bring these ideas forward and for people to start having conversations around things that are not comfortable. Um, Certainly in this society, these are not comfortable conversations and none of us are comfortable with it. But when I consider that um, this is what we know to be true and unfortunately we've had to lose this beautiful girl before we could talk about it. So I just think it's very important that we talk about it to try and help other people who us who we've still got with us to process what they've been through and to try and get help and move through that trauma. Can you tell me the podcast's name and, and what you're hoping comes from this podcast? Okay, so the, the podcast name is Conversations for Ali. And my sister-in-law helped me with this name um, when I told her that I wanted to share conversations and stories from different women and also that I want people to keep saying Ali's name, hence Conversations for Ali. I had no idea where to even begin in creating a podcast, so it has been a steep learning curve, but one that I could pour my heart and soul into and it has really helped with my grief process and given me a purpose. I didn't know what to expect, but the response has been overwhelmingly positive and heartfelt, and I've already had several women come forward saying that they're ready to share their stories. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see where this takes us. But, again, um, it's, it's just about, hopefully, it will be about women from all walks of life sharing different adversities and and how they've got through it and and what lights their fire so that they can get up and get going every day and and get through those tough times. That is Ebony Wan. She's behind the Conversations for Ali podcast. It is going to be available wherever you get your podcasts from. There is a trailer already available, which I played for you a little earlier or part of it at least. You can head to wherever you get your podcasts from, have it, listen to the entire trailer, subscribe to it as well. 0467 922 684. That is the number to text if you'd like to make comment on that. And also, if that conversation has triggered anything for you and you'd like to speak to someone, you can always call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or the number 1800 RESPECT.